we'll continue with minhagim. Obviously, some of the people felt they were halachas related to Shmona Esrei. In the beginning of Shmona Esrei, in the winter time, you say, Some people say, And some say, In Biblical Hebrew, at the end of a sentence, the segal very often changes to a kamatz. So, according to Biblical Hebrew, if the end of the sentence is Mashiv HaRuach Moed HaGashem, it would make sense to say HaGashem with a kamatz. The discussion of, of this is found in many svarim. I'm quoting today from a sitter called the Tzlosa Da Avram. The Tzlosa Da Avram was a, is a sefer written originally by the Rabbi Avram Landau of Poland, and then it was published by his relatives, by his children, grandchildren, from the uh, and Talmidim of the Verdiger family. It's a very, very good uh, perush and many interesting things about the Siddur. Little part of analysis, and he compares it with many, many svarim that he had before him. He quotes that in the Siddur of the Balatanya, in today, what we call Nusachari, they say, Mashiv HaRuach Umarid HaGeshem. Rabbi Tzlosot Avram reports a certain sefer that was printed in Berlin, and they wrote, Mashiv HaRuach Umarid HaGashem. But he says, it's a complete mistake, because it's not a mafsik at all. You don't say, Mashiv HaRuach Umarid HaGashem, period. Mashiv HaRuach Umarid HaGashem is an addition that you add to Shemona Esrei when you talk, discuss the praises of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The same way you say, Mechal Kachayim Bechesed, Mechayim Meisim Berachamim Rabim. So you say, Mashiv Aruch Muragashem. So, the, in fact, when, the, when you say, you shouldn't go, Mashiv Aruch Muragashem, Mechal Kachayim Bechesed, Mechayim Meisim. The same way you say the, the next paragraph is one continuum, this is part of it. So it should be Mashiv HaRuach Muragashem Mechal Kachayim Bechesed. So he said, there's no Mavsik at all. And therefore, you, it is more correct to say Mashiv Geshem. And I think that was the custom of the Balatanya. And that was the custom, as I remember, of Rav Salavechik. I once heard another argument that you, I did not find this in the Siddur of the Sosad Avram. But I once heard an argument that in general, when we daven, we speak Lashon Kodesh, we speak Hebrew, but it doesn't necessarily conform to Biblical Hebrew. In, in our jargon, when we speak Hebrew today, when we speak even what we would call Lashon HaKodesh, so you wouldn't necessarily end a sentence by saying Gashem, or whatever, uh, any other example of um, that's found in Chumash. So perhaps when we daven, we speak in spoken Hebrew rather than Biblical Hebrew. I don't know where the source for the comment that I once heard, but this is not what's mentioned in the Siddur Tzadav Ram.
another correlation of this issue would be in the summertime when we say Muridatal. So in Israel, of course, where they daven Svaradit, so you say Muridatal. But the question would be in America, or in Chutzaretz, where people daven more in Ashkenazis, should you say Muridatol, as the end of a sentence would be found in Chumash also to change to a Kamatz? Or do you say Meshavuach Muridatal? And here, it seems to me that there's a certain issue of consistency. If you think that Mashivurach Mera Geshem should be said with a segel, Geshem, then you should say Muratal with a Patach. And that's what this Sefer Tzlasad Avram says. According to the people that say Mashivurach Mera Geshem, the Balatanya, it would seem logical that you should say Muratal. However, in the Siddur of the Balatanya, it, he said that it's printed Mashivurach Muratal with a kamatz. And he explained the reason, a little bit of a complicated explanation, why Muratal is not really considered part of Mechal Kachayim Bechesed, why it's a separate unit by itself. And therefore he felt, even though Mashiv Rechman is connected to Mechal Kachayim Bechesed, Muratal is not. And therefore he explained the custom of the Balatanya to say Murid HaTal, on in the summertime, but in the wintertime, he said, Mashevaruach umarid hageshem. The, uh, as I said, in Israel, you don't hear the difference so much when you dive in in, 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 in Svaradit, because everybody says Moridatal. Of course, in Israel, the custom is to say Moridatal the whole year round, to say Moridatal in the summertime. And in Chutzarts, many people don't say Moridatal at all. But if they do say Moridatal, the question would come up whether you should say Moridatal or Moridatal. Of course, if you have that other explanation that I mentioned, that we daven not according to Biblical Hebrew, then certainly you should say Moridatal in all cases. But as I said before, the Balatanya really said Moridatal, Moridatal, even though he said Mashevarurach, Moridageshem. There are obviously many, many other Diyukim and Shmonesi that we could talk about. But I'm only going to speak about some that uh, were personally interesting to me and specifically things that either I read in the Gra today, recently, or that I uh, heard from Rav Salavechik. And one of them is in the, in the tefillah that you say for the, in, in Shmon Essay, for the Yerushalayim Yecha Berachim Tashuf, V'sishkan B'socha Kashe Dibarta, U'vnei Osa B'karob Yameinu B'nyan Olam, V'chisei David Avdu Chamer L'socha Tachim. That's the text that I think most people have. Again, in the Siddur of um, the Tzlosad Avram, he quotes a number of different texts for this bracha. And he says that, for example, some people did not have at all the, uh, the compound phrase that we said of they just said the text in the Nusach of uh, the Rambam doesn't have the words because at first glance you shouldn't have that phrase. is referred to David HaMelech. We have another bracha. We have a bracha in Shmon Esrei as Samach David Avdecha. 
Why should David be mentioned in two brachas? He explains, of course, Rav Shlosad uh, that there are different texts. For example, there's a text that starts, Tishkan Besoch Yerushalayim Ircha Kasher Dibarta, V'chisei David Avducha Merle Selchatachin, Uvnei Oseh Bikara, Uvnei Oseh Binyan Olam. Now, in the Nusach of Chabad, and I heard from Rav Salavechik that he himself said this text, the order that we people are familiar with is actually reversed. And he said, the reason for this order, as found in the Siddur of Chabad, is because we have a principle that near the end of the bracha, you always have a statement that relates to that bracha. Now the bracha is Bonei Yerushalayim. So what you should have at the end, the last words you should say should be ref- something that refers to Bonei Yerushalayim. So therefore it makes sense to mention first, and afterwards you say and then immediately the bracha is referring to the Binyan Olam I would like to suggest an explanation for the more prevalent text that I'm familiar with of saying and then say even though at first glance it doesn't seem to be that the bracha is chasima, the chasima and the bracha do not have a, a direct connection. And of course, we'll begin with a comment why is why are there indeed two brachas mentioning David HaMelech? In order to do that, I'd like to point out something about Birchas HaMazon first. Birchas HaMazon, we know that there are three brachas da'araisa. And the three brachas da'araisa are the first bracha, Hazan the second bracha, Ala'aretz Falamazon, and the third bracha is Bonei, either Barachma Yerushalayim, Bonei Yerushalayim, I mean, whatever the text is there. What is the nature of these three brachas? So it's obvious. The first bracha refers to the food, to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for the food. The second bracha, the second bracha is referring specifically to Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, the bracha is Allah Yisrael Whereas the third bracha refers to Binyan Yerushalayim. We have a tradition according to the Gemara. The first bracha was made up by Moshe. Bnei Yisrael in the Midbar. They did not come yet to Eretz Yisrael. There's no bracha about Eretz Yisrael. The bracha is only about the food. Hazan The second bracha was made up by Yoshua, coming to Eretz Yisrael, where people ate the fruit of Eretz Yisrael. So therefore the bracha is Allah from the Muslim. Came along David and Shlomo HaMelech, and they already built Yerushalayim, built Beis HaMikdash, with Mekadesh, the Yerushalayim and the Beis HaMikdash, with the special Kedusha of Yerushalayim and Beis HaMikdash. And then they made up this third bracha, now, if we say that all these three brachas are daraisa, 
They're somehow hinted at in the Chumash. In Chumash, all we know is it says, So we can understand, is referring to the food. You can understand Eretz Yisrael. Where does Yerushalayim get into it? So somehow you have to explain that somehow either from Eretz HaTova or that Eretz Yisrael is not complete without Yerushalayim. So therefore, mentioning Yerushalayim also becomes part of the Birchas HaMazon B'daraisa. But how did Machus Beis David get into it? We say that And the Gemara says, if you did not say Machus Beis David, you did not fulfill the mitzvah of Birchas HaMazon. So how could it be? Where's Machus Beis David hinted at in Birchas HaMazon? The answer seems to be that the bracha is to mention Eretz Yisrael. But Eretz Yisrael is not complete without Yerushalayim. And Yerushalayim is not complete without Machus Beis David. What is the unique feature of Yerushalayim? So we know there are two features of, of Yerushalayim. One is it's the city of the Beis HaMikdash. And the other is that it's the city, the Ira Malucha, the capital city of Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, these, but we say, for example, in Luchadodi, the four words we summarize, Mikdash Melech, Imalucha. Mikdash Melech, of course, is referring to Yerushalayim. Mikdash, the whole part, that whole part of Luchadodi is really about Yerushalayim. And you say, Mikdash Melech, this is the city of the Mesa Mikdash, but it's also Iram Lucha. It's the capital city of Eretz Yisrael, the cap- where the where the Melucha sits. So since Yerushalayim is not complete without Malchus Beis David, Malchus Beis David becomes part of Birchas Hamazon Midaraisa. Now we can go back to our text in Shmon Esrei. Why is David Hamelch really mentioned in two brachas of Shmon Esrei? So as I said before, some people did not have it. But according to Arminic, that we do have it, so you could explain that there are two facets that we're talking about when we talk about Malchus based David. We're talking about one thing about setting up Malchus Yisrael. But we're also speaking about Malchus Yisrael as part of Binyan Yerushalayim. So the Brachas, Semach David, that's referring to Malchus based David in general, to set up Malchus based David. In the Bracha of Yerushalayim Yechab Brachim Tashuv, so there we're talking about building Yerushalayim, but building Yerushalayim must include Malchus Beis David. So therefore, when you say at the end, and then you say, it is proper. is referring to Yerushalayim, to building Yerushalayim. So when you say Bracha Shem Yerushalayim, it is Meina Chasima. Because Meina Chasima, the ending of the Bracha, is really talking about Binyan Yerushalayim, building Yerushalayim through Machus Beis David. So we've explained the custom of Rav Salavechik, which is the custom of the Ari, custom that's found in Sidur Chabad. And we found different texts that say this Bracha. But I tried to explain the basic understanding of, it seems to me, what most people say, that we mentioned Malchus Beis David another time, in twice in Shemon Esri. I'd like to discuss for a few minutes the Chazar Hashatz. Rabbi Soloveitchik was very insistent upon standing for Chazar Hashatz.
not only was he did he personally stand for Chazar Sashatz, he stood with his feet together, Raglayim Mukhvanas, as if he were davening Shmanasa himself. And he used to explain that we have a tradition, we have a people think that the reason you say Chazar Sashatz is to be mostly people who did not know how to daven. In which case, one could argue in a shul where everybody knows how to daven, why really should there be Chazar Sashatz? And we find this already, a discussion of this in Rishonim. But Rav Salavechik based himself on the Rambam and said, you see for me there are two different halachas. There's one halacha of Tfila B'Tzibur and there's another halacha not Tfila B'Tzibur but Tfilas Hatzibur. Tfila B'Tzibur means that I daven together with a minion. Ten people daven Shmoneser at the same time. Tfilas Hatzibur means that the Tzibur as a unit has a Tfila. In order to make it a Tfilas Hatzibur so everybody's davening. It's true the Chazan is saying the words but since everybody listens carefully and is Yotze with his Tfila, so they fulfill a kiyum of Tfilas Hatzibur. And the Rav felt for this, you should stand up with your feet together. The Rav did this as well on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. On Rosh Hashanah, you can imagine how long it takes, how hard it is to stand the entire Shemon Esri with your feet together on Shemon Esri Yom Kippur. On Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. On Rosh Hashanah, the Rav had a, an extra idea why it's really proper to do this. Because he said, the real kiyum of Shalfar is Tkiyas Al-Seder filos. Now some people blow, blow Shalfar in the middle of Shemon Esri. In, in Rav Shechter's books, he mentioned that the Rav really approved of this idea. And when there was a small minion that could be controlled, that the Rav could somehow daven in such a way that everybody would know exactly where they're up to, so then he really would have people blow shofar in the middle of Shemon Esrei, the Tefillah Belachash. But in a bigger shul, where it's very difficult to control, and it leads to a real confusion in davening, so the Rav had the custom of uh, just blowing shofar in Chazar Sashatz. And how would you be outside Tkiyas Al-Seder Atfilas? By standing with your feet together. So, even though the whole year round, he felt that your Yotzei Shemun Esrei went Tfilas Hatzibur when you stand up with your feet together, but especially on Rosh Hashanah, when you're to be Yotzei Tfilas Hatzibur, so then you really should stand up for davening on Rosh Hashanah, well, especially, I'm talking about, of course, of Musaf when you blow Shofar on Rosh Hashanah. The in the uh, a book about the Revelvel, someone actually asked him a question. Since he felt this was so important, should a person who davens rather quickly and feels that he doesn't want to rush Shmon Esrei and the Sibur starts Chazar Sashatz, before he's finished Manesrei. And the Esra Velvel, under these situ- conditions, should a person really daven quicker, even though he felt he would not daven with as much kavana, in order to end Shmonesrei in a, in a way that he could hear the entire Chazar Sashatz. Apparently, Rebelvel told him 
that although he and his father thought this was a very important kiyum, nevertheless, he felt tefillah b'chavanah is more important than a person would not have to do this. So, the chidush of tefillah's hatzibur, that the people should daven shmonesri together, and therefore people should stand up, will be continued in Mirz Hashem in the next year.